0: ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Elmore deep, left side three is good! From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome in to the Wednesday, January 30th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We are braving the winter vortex together. I hope you are somewhere safe, bundled up. You've got 15 layers of sweaters and pants on. You've got a, a gigantic comforter around you. You've got heaters everywhere. You are keeping warm. You are well, well protected from the elements out there because right now it's just you and me. We'll get two other people in the building. This place is, this place is a ghost town right now. I think there's maybe four people here. Uh, me, uh, we've got a couple other people, uh, support staff, and that's about it. So we're all braving the winter vortex together. Yeah, it's cold outside. By the way, uh, Marshall Marshall was open today. Everybody else was closed because of the weather. Marshall, no, nah, nah, we're good. Four o'clock, they closed classes today. They're going to resume tomorrow. I believe 11 a.m. is what they said. So it was business as usual at the, at the, at the university today. Everybody else uh, freezing to death here, so uh, I hope you're warm. Uh, it is kind of nasty in some spots. It seems okay, though, uh, here, just at least in my immediate area. And uh, if you're on the roads, though, just take, a key, just take it easy, just a little bit. Be careful out there. So thanks for tuning in for this edition. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Glad you're with me. Uh, we are one day away from things heating back up at the Cam Henderson Center. As the thundering herd looking to redeem themselves, trying to get a win against UTEP coming in to the Henderson Center. UTEP coming in at seven and 12, 2 and six in Conference USA. If Marshall wins, all is well. If Marshall loses, hit the panic button. Everyone is going to lose it. So uh this is a I don't want to say this is a linchpin game. I know that. I haven't used that in a while. I have not used that cliche in a while. Uh, Is this a linchpin game? Must win. You know, do you drop that language on that? But we'll be at the Henderson Center tomorrow. We're going to do the show over there, 5 o'clock. And then at uh, 6 o'clock, we're going to do our our pregame show. We'll be there until the uh, very end. And uh, I don't know if I have special guests tomorrow. I probably won't. It's going to be me. Uh, Bill Cornwell will join me a little bit later on in the broadcast during our pregame coverage. So looking forward to that. And we'll we'll see if we can uh, maybe rope in a few people. Have a good time over at Marshall tomorrow as we're doing the show. We're going to broadcast at least, uh, I'm going to say two, three hours worth of broadcast time. And, of course, uh, that's all before and after. Steve Cotton takes the airwaves to call it for you on the Thundering Herd IMG Sports Network, which you can hear right here. On ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930 and 93.7 The Dog. So we've got Marshall basketball to get into. And, of course, we'll do that throughout the day. I'm still trying to stay Super Bowl free right now. Of course, we've got the game for you coming up on Sunday. Our pregame goes on the air at 2 o'clock. Our pregame coverage. Super Bowl broadcast itself goes on at 5 and they'll still be talking about the game before they actually play it. I don't know what we can say. I absolutely don't know what we can talk about. They've already brought out the Madden simulation. Here's what Madden has to say. Talking about the video game. Don't they usually save that until later in the week? Will Tom Brady retire? Will uh, Will Gronk retire? You know, All of that, those stories are coming out. Is he the greatest of all time? I hate this week. I want to watch the game. I hate this week leading up to the Super Bowl because we're just sitting around talking about a game. For two weeks, we're talking about a game between two teams. At this point, what can you say? Love the game itself, the hype, everything up to it. I don't care. I don't care the Maroon 5 is performing. They cancel their press conference. I did listen in a little bit of Roger Goodell talk about the, well, he was asked about putting maybe another official out there, and he basically deferred to the competition committee, and that's a fair statement. I know he's not answering anything on that. Really didn't consider changing the outcome of that atrocious call, which cost the Saints the opportunity to probably ice that game and head to the Super Bowl, but that's over with. He's really not saying much about that, but... I don't know if another set of eyes helps. I think replay maybe. There should be a replay option, plain and simple. If that call looks bad, you shoot that up to the replay booth. Or the replay booth calls you at any time and says, look, that's a bad play. We're calling it. We're flipping it on you. We're going to overrule you. And that's fine. They've got a better angle of it. Or they've got the authority. I'm okay with it. Get the right call. Do something like that. I know until it can save you, right? Everybody hates the replay. Replay if it overturns the call and it's against you, you hate it. Oh, you're don't. What are you looking at? You're blind. But if it can save you, oh, you love it. I'm all for a replay just coming and say, look, no, that's um, that's good, that's bad. You got to change that. You got to flip that. I'm okay with it in hockey. They seem to do okay with hockey. And they send it to the replay. Hey, that's a good goal. That's a not a good goal. Totally fine with that. I think you should have that as an option. You've got the tools. You got the technology. I mean, come on. We're in the 21st century. I love old school traditional football. I love it. But let's get the game right. And. We're talking about millions of dollars here. We're not talking about, hey, we're just having some fun. We are way past that. Wins, losses, millions of dollars. That's what we're talking about. There's betting on these games now. This is actually going to be the first Super Bowl where we can bet on it. I mean, across the country. I'm not going to do it, but I've got the option now. And you do as well. And that's going to bring in a lot of revenue to the sports books. I'm kind of curious. So, I mean, I don't have a partnership with anybody yet in West Virginia. I haven't really uh, gotten with anyone to uh, you know, start bringing them on, talk a little bit about how that's going. But I'm kind of curious what that's going to look like in West Virginia. What kind of revenue you're going to have? What kind of betting you're going to see? Is it going to be something that's going to surge? I'm sure it will. And... I'm kind of curious what it's going to look like at least year one of being able to just uh, download an app, sign up, put all my information in, you know, verify it's me, verify I'm old enough. And as long as I'm within the borders of West Virginia, I can bet using, well, whatever sports book I choose. I'm kind of curious to see how that looks. And I bet you there are going to be a lot of people who are going to take advantage of that. Can I get it? It's fun you do it responsible it's fun yeah yeah if, if you've got 5 dollars throw it down why not you got a lot of money and you're throwing it down okay you're on your own i can't help you there but if you got a few bucks it's no worse than getting a lottery ticket scratching it off and i just hope people understand all right i can throw a butt down i'm going to do this i just i don't want to see people like i'm going to do this every day i don't want to see i've seen those psas where you've got the poor housewife, her husband, I'm assuming that's her husband, her deadbeat husband, he's betting, I'm really good at betting, and she's like, no, he's not. Yeah, I bet the house, I bet the car, and, you know, they're homeless now. Don't let that be you on Super Bowl Sunday. Don't let that be you. All right, PSA is over. So, Super Bowl's coming up, we've got that for you, and... I encourage you, tune in, 2 o'clock. We'll have it all the way from the beginning to the end. If you can't watch it, if you're somewhere where you can't watch it, we've got you covered. And we're doing something pretty neat this year. Again, when I got here in the company years ago, Super Bowl was something that we put on every radio station we owned here at Kendrick Communications. Now, as a station programmer, I don't want to share it. It's my it's my event. That's like CBS giving it out. Well, that's like the local CBS affiliate. Hey, we're going to put it over here and put it over here. No, I want it all. But if you can't watch the game, we've got you covered on every single radio station we own. So you'll be able to hear that game. Of course, I encourage you, we're going to go on here at 2 o'clock with our pregame coverage. So start out with us right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We will have you covered on Sunday. We'll have you covered for the Thundering Herd as well coming up on Thursday and then on Saturday. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. Also, the Metro News Power Index is out for high school basketball in the state of West Virginia. We'll We'll tell you where your favorite team is. There's some local teams that are pretty high, and there's a couple favorites that are, uh, you know, not so high. We'll talk about that, and, of course, we'll get your phone calls in. You can join the program as well. We're here until 6 o'clock. It's The Drive. I'm your host, Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The phone lines this hour brought to you by Miller Lite at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. To be a part of the Miller Lite phone lines, Miller Lite, whole true great taste, only 96 calories. The original light beer. I'm your host, Paul Swan, for this Wednesday, January 30th edition of The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Tomorrow, we're on the air at our normal time, and then we've got Marshall taking on UTEP. Tip is set for 7.30. That means we go on the air at 6 o'clock for our pregame. So two hours tomorrow, basically a show and then another show, and they're both going to be completely different. Because I don't think uh, hour one of my two-hour odyssey before the airtime of the broadcast tomorrow is going to be anything but different stuff. So if you want to just marshal basketball-focused only thing tomorrow, 6 o'clock's your airtime. If you are down with what's going to happen no matter what it might be, 5 o'clock's your airtime tomorrow. It's all right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, coming up tonight, you got a couple of uh, NBA action games, uh, whatever you want to call these things. Indiana's taking on Washington tonight. It's It's a Wednesday doubleheader. Indiana-Washington, that's going to be an 8 o'clock game on ESPN, followed by Utah at Portland, and that's a 10-30 a game. Then, of course, you know where my attention will be. It will be on NBC Sports Network. Yes, I'm the one who's watching NBC Sports Network. as It's Wednesday night. Hockey, Tampa Bay at Pittsburgh. Oh, that's going to be a good game. Again, I'm not trying to sell you on the game of hockey. You're either sold or you're not. But if you're looking to get in tonight, tune in. You want to get in, here it is. This is your game to tune in. Listen, it's uh, it's going to be good. Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's going to be fun. That's all I'm going to say about that. College basketball action. A lot of games in top 25 tonight. You've got number 10 Marquette taking on Butler, and that's coming up tonight about 8.30. And then the West Virginia Mountaineers, they're going to take on 20th-ranked Iowa State. That's a 7 o'clock game. Uh, you can watch that on ESPNU, the uh, Marquette games on Fox Sports 1. Virginia Tech, 12th ranked, taking on Miami tonight. That's a 7 o'clock game. And then it's going to be number 14 Villanova taking on DePaul tonight. Louisville, 15th ranked, taking on Wake Forest. And then 19th ranked, LSU's got Texas A&M, and those are all evening games tonight. And uh, that Marquette game in Butler, uh, I'm sorry, it was a 6-30 game. I do not have uh, my reading glasses, and I'm looking at the monitor far, far away. So, six thirty for that one. Uh, Mountaineers are a seven o'clock game, and of course, uh, they're looking for a nice win against Iowa State. That would be good for them. They get Iowa State, start feeling better about themselves. Maybe they can start digging themselves out of this hole a little bit more. Nine and eleven right now, not the season. Mountaineer fans were expecting. I mean, heck, come on, Marshall right now lost three on the road in Conference USA, and everyone's calling for. Uh, I don't know, an inquisition. It's crazy. It's as if the excitement for Marshall basketball just deflated. I hope that's just a temporary thing. We're going to see a good crowd, I'm sure. Thursday night, good crowd, yeah. the weather's probably going to detract a little bit from the game. And when I mean the weather, I mean the cold situations, the frigid conditions. And I get that. If this was a football game, uh, I'd pick Marshall 50 over UTEP. Since it's not, okay, maybe not. Maybe not the uh, high-scoring affair that you're expecting. But, yeah, this is, um, this is a big game for the Thunder here coming up tomorrow. Got to get this one. I mean, absolutely got to get this one because if you don't get this one, then you're on a four-game losing streak, and you start wondering, okay, what's going on? You can't blame it on scheduling. And again, you know, I I read the story. I looked at the I looked a bit a little bit of that. Just talking about the scheduling. And I know we talked about it yesterday. And I'm sure part of that's on Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky not necessarily making it easy on their herd when you're trying to schedule that thing. But if you're going to have this type of schedule, I think Conference USA's got to make it a little easier for everybody across the board. But I'm not laying this on the schedule in entirety. But you got to be a little bit aware of that. You've got to be aware of what your schedule looks like. This is not the NBA. Travel is definitely not NBA caliber. And these are student-athletes. Honestly, I think Conference USA should step in and just say, okay, here are the scheduling guidelines. As far as conference is concerned, here's where our scheduling guidelines are. We're going to play these games in this time frame, and it's going to be like this. You can do what you want to do in your non-conference schedule. We get that. That's fine. You make it work for you. But when we get to conference play, this is the guideline. This is how it's going to have to be. I mean, Conference USA as a body, a group of presidents, a group of athletic directors, they're all going to have to get together and, and, and sort this out. Now, it's not just because of poor little Marshall but I think just college basketball scheduling in general and conference, you've got to have some sort of ground rules. And it's got to be league mandated, so you can't have this school come back and say, "Yeah, you know, we don't want to play this time because our students won't be here. I don't care if your students are, are there or not. It's not my problem. I don't care. It's a conference game. Conference games not necessarily are scheduled for your benefit. Conference schedule makers sometimes don't go, oh, you know what, let's let's be fair to this team. No, they're trying to figure out how do we orchestrate all of these teams in a viable, cohesive manner possible. How do we do this? That's what the schedule makers are trying to do. And I think there's, there's got to be some rules when you're putting together a schedule. It's got to be something that makes sense. And... It makes sense from the standpoint of the student athlete, not the fan in the stand, the student athlete. But, yeah, you're important, too. I get it. You're, you're the one paying the tickets to see this thing. But uh, this is still a student athlete driven sport. And I'm going to stand by that until uh, I am no longer here to stand. So scheduling aside, Marshall's had a few days off now. They're taking on UTEP Thursday night. We're going to have that for you. is going to be our tip time. We'll go on the air 90 minutes prior to that for our pregame coverage. And then before that, we'll be on the air coming to you from the Henderson Center starting at 5 o'clock. Going to do the old-fashioned two hours at the Henderson Center. Uh, I'm probably kidnapping Woody. He doesn't know this yet, so if he's listening, now he knows. Uh, I'm probably going to grab Woody Woodrum. Once he walks in there, uh, we're going to go back nostalgia we're going to be back old school. I'm even going to script some fights between me and Woody, because after all, that's what you guys thought we were doing years ago, fighting scripted. That was funny. I love it. Me and Woody would just laugh about that? Like they really think we're scripting that. No, no, we're just actually just going at each other, having fun. All right, our phone numbers to be a part of the program, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255 to be a part of the Miller Lite phone lines. I'm your host, Paul Swan. It's the Wednesday edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Last night, the Kentucky Wildcats won their seventh straight game. They beat, well, they beat Vanderbilt, 87-52, but they're in a seven-game win streak. They roll over Kansas. They beat Vanderbilt. They're shooting over 55% in that game, and they hit 10-17 of 17 from the three-point line. They are a destroyer of hope right now for basketball teams. And, of course, you can catch those games on our sister stations, Cat Sports 93-3 and 1340, and on 92-7 and 98-5, The Planet. How about that? You thought it was like the end of the world. Duke beats Kentucky, and you thought, oh, it's it's over. The champ is here. The Duke Blue Devils have crowned themselves the champ once again, and Kentucky can do nothing about No, 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 You You didn't know better. So the Wildcats are rolling. The Thundering Herd is fading. The Mountaineers have got a shot maybe of trying to get things back on track. College basketball has been fun this year. I'll say that much. High school basketball has been interesting as well, at least in the state of West Virginia. And the uh, Power Index is out from Metro News. And Hurricane is coming in at number three. Cabell Middling came in at 12. Spring Valley is 23rd. Polka is 24th. Nitro, 26th. Lincoln County, I threw them in there, and those teams I'm looking at there are 27th. Uh, Highlighted St. Albans at 40th. Winfield is 44th. I throw that in for Woody Woodrum. That is a Woody Woodrum. Anytime you hear me say Winfield, that is a Woody Woodrum reference. Huntington, 50th. Come on. Pony Express. I'm not calling them Highlanders. I'm sorry. Pony Express, Kelly Me, Tulsa, 52nd. And um, scrolling down the list, as uh, as we always do, because I didn't want to leave uh, anybody out, at least the immediate area. I know on the podcast you can be listening from anywhere, but uh, Wayne came in at 94th. Brooke is 0-17, so they are 123rd. Riverside is 1 and 15, they are 122nd. Point Pleasant is 2 and 12, they are 119th. That's what I love about the power index. I mean, after all, it's just right here. Martinsburg is 16 and 0, they're number 1. Bluefield is 12 and 0, they're number 2. Doesn't matter what class you are. We'll go over the top 10. As I mentioned, Hurricane is third. George Washington is fourth in the Power Index. University is fifth. Fairmount Senior is sixth. Logan is seventh. Hedgesville is eighth. Chapmanville ninth. Wheeling Park is tenth. But uh, you got to go down away to find more teams from at least the immediate area. Hurricane, as I mentioned, three. Cabell Midland twelve. They're nine and four. That's solid. Spring Valley twenty-three. Nine and eight record. Poke at ten and five of the twenty fourth ranked team, and then uh, you know, Lincoln County at fifteen and two. They're seventh. That's not bad. That's not shabby at all. I'm hoping Huntington High. I know they're not the Pony Express. I know this. Uh, I'm hoping they can turn it around. They're six and nine right now in the uh, Power Index rankings, which just came out. And of course, you can go to wvmetronews.com, dot com, and you can tune in following this program. If you're listening live to uh, the City and statewide sports line, I'm sure they'll break it down a little bit more, as well about the teams that are in the top 20, top 30. However, they're going to break it down. You can catch that all tonight, and it's all right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I used to love, um, I used to love those uh, those days where you know you didn't have the schools consolidated just go back and forth all those battles. I mean, you kind of get that now. I mean, these these numbers really don't mean much because after all, you're going to have to win your way in. I mean, that's the one thing about basketball is okay, it doesn't matter where you're at. You can turn it around. You got to play your way in anyway. Now, how well you do at the end of the year is is big and sure Rankings might have a, a little bit of an impact as far as where you're seated once you get to the tournament, but once the post kind of in the tournament already, it's just the final portion of the tournament is going to be in Charleston. So I hope to see Huntington High turn it around at least for me. Of course, you know I'm right there with you in Spring Valley as well, Cabell Midland, supporting all the area teams. But uh, yeah, okay. Uh, as I've been accused of before, yes uh since we are the huntington station there is a little bias towards the huntington team hey what are you going to do i went there i went to the old school what are you going to say about that huh i went to the pony express i'm supporting i'm supporting the hometown team yes there's a little bias i've never let that i've never let that judge uh yeah or change anything. I never let that do anything before. I'm not that I'm not that biased. I root for all the area teams. I just went to Huntington years and years and years and years ago. So of course I and we carry Huntington football. Of course I'm gonna have that slight bias. Can't, I was actually accused of you know you guys yes, talk about Huntington. Well yeah we're the Huntington station. You're a little biased towards them. Yes, we're the Honeyton Station. We like everybody else. I mean, come on! I've got the mayor of Barbersville calling the Honeyton football game. The mayor of Barbersville calls the Honeyton games. So we like everybody. He likes Honeyton. I like Cabell Midland. It's all good. It's completely good. Yeah, you can tell. We're having fun. Usually we save our fun for Mondays and Fridays. Uh, we're doing the opposite. Uh, today we're the fun day. I mean, come on. It's a, it's a polar winter vortex outside today, so we're having some fun here on the program. Uh, you can be a part of the program as well. You can join us by calling us on the phone lines. Brought to you by Miller Lite at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Miller Lite. Hold true. Great taste. Only 96 calories. It's the original light beer. we got more on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Wednesday edition. The Drive continues on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, I'm known to have a little fun. It's, after all, sports we're talking about here. This is not world news. This isn't world politics. Uh, This isn't life or death here. This is fun. I mean, really, this is the end of my day. I come in here get to have some fun with you. Uh, You know, we're serious at times when need be. I like to have some fun with you, though, at times. And I think... For the most part, we're successful, and at other times, maybe not so much. We don't hit the mark, but I think more times than not, we we get it right. Now, here's a guy who didn't get it right, or at least his bosses didn't think he got it right. So, you know there's a little rivalry there between Pittsburgh fans and New England fans, or at least the Steelers. The Patriots, Steelers don't like the Patriots, and I can see that. You know, Steelers once were the dominant team. They once were the world champions. You couldn't stop them. Now, yeah, they're sort of a shell, shadow of themselves. And so Michael Tellick, uh, here's a guy who, he works at a TV station. And he, he wanted to have a little fun. Okay, I get that. I like having fun, too. That's why I preface this. I like having some fun. He likes having some fun, but here's where we start to differ a little bit. He wanted to add a little joke at the end of a Pittsburgh news broadcast. Sort of a ha-ha-ha to Steelers fans. I get it. So, yes, we know you don't like the Patriots because they're winning and you're not. You don't like Tom Brady because he's winning and you're not. So there's a story that aired on KDKA television. This is on Monday. And on the graphic, he typed under Brady's name, Known Cheater. Now, I think we're past the flake are we not? We've got past that. We've moved on. It's funny now and then. I've got some Patriots fans who are friends. Um, it's funny sometimes. They know it's in jest because I ain't got nothing. That's it. Yeah, I got gate. I got nothing. I, I got the I got the the videotaping scandal from years ago. I got nothing. I'm a Bengals fan. I got nothing, and so they know. Okay, he's just having a little fun. He he's got nothing, but I'm not putting myself in a position where I'm killing my credibility, or at least on a television. Broadcast. I'm I'm not going to kill my credibility. I'm not going to kill the station's credibility here. Um, Personality-driven. This is a personality-driven program. We have opinions. We debate. We have fun. We have a good time. We get serious when we need to. You know, we try not to kill the credibility though, and we try not to do things that will embarrass us. This one might have embarrassed KDK a little bit. So. He puts known cheater under his name, and his bosses didn't think that was funny. So he's out of a job now. Here's what uh, Mr. Telk said. He said that I feel like they're acting like I put Tom Brady child molester or Tom Brady murderer or something like that, he told USA Today Sports today. He said, I could understand being fired for that, but for this, I was like... When it's something soft and light, we can be soft and light with it. Now, he said that he was told initially on Monday night that he's going to be reprimanded and didn't expect to lose his job. But guess what? It's 2019, folks. Kids, social media is a thing. And so this gets out, it gets on social media. That's Snapchat, that's Instagram. That is Twitter. That's Facebook and all the other crazy networks that you guys are on that I don't even know about. It's out there now. And so it spreads. People are talking about it. There's probably a lot of people who are maybe getting a laugh out of that. Hey, that's funny. And then there's probably a lot of people who are like, what the heck's going on here? And so it gets out. I'm sure embarrasses the television station. And then he reports for work on um, Yeah, sorry. Um, this is going to be your last day here. Thanks for, thanks for playing. So KDKA Television confirmed in a statement they provided to USA Today Sports that the employee who created the graphic has been let go. Um, they didn't reference him by name. And here's what they said. While fans are entitled to have personal opinions, we have a journalistic responsibility to provide unbiased reporting. This is what they said in their statement. They added... The graphic that appeared Monday violated our news standards. The individual who created the graphic no longer works for KDKA television. And you know what? I get that completely, and I'm all for it. Now, I hate the, the guy lost his job, and maybe I could have lived with a, a serious reprimand, an apology on the air, something like that. But he's 27. He said that um, working in Pittsburgh is a dream job for him. I mean, he worked his way up. And that. You know, I'm, I was happy for him. Happy, I mean, yeah, you, you know what? You work your way up. You get to work at KDKA. KDKA is a big deal. And he was asked, you know, did anyone sign off on Known Cheater? And he said that as the producer on duty, he was responsible for making the graphics and writing the stories for that particular broadcast. So um, that was your first mistake right there. You're responsible. Now, executive producers try to monitor everything, they try to, you know, and look, we're putting pieces, uh, I mean, we're putting places of responsibility, and broadcasting is specifically, because right now, uh, it is understood that you're doing this broadcast, meaning me, don't do anything stupid, Okay. I know definitions of stupid might vary between you and me and maybe even our management here. So we're going to let that one, the definition might float a little bit. But at the end of the day, hey, you know, don't do anything that's going to embarrass us like this. Have your opinions. um, Don't do anything that's going to risk the station license, uh, jail time, fines, you know, stuff like that. Okay, yeah, that seems like a fair guideline. Um, Don't kill our credibility. And so this guy does this, trying to be cute. And I've seen sportscasters do cute things before, but nothing that's really stood out to me top of mind that kills your credibility. When you put this out there, you know, I think it's funny. But I'm looking at it from a standpoint that, okay, that's funny. Um, but if I'm the news producer, no, that's no, that's not funny. So this guy's now looking for a new job. Um, and he's got a GoFundMe page to help. It's help till Telk is back on his feet. He's going to give the money saved um, you know, from that GoFundMe page. He's going to give that uh, to charity. And that's cool. And Brady's name. And that's kind of funny as well. But... He thinks that he's just gonna go apply for jobs. People will forget about it. I don't know. I don't know if people will uh, immediately forget about it. But hey, people bounce back. I mean, you can be in a fight, uh, in um, I say Charleston, West Virginia. You can be in a fight. Uh, you could have a couple of news personalities in a uh, a brouhaha, and they can find work again. It's it's possible, but. I was looking at this, I was reading it, like, for, okay, that's, oh, no, that's not, that's funny, but no, that's not funny, because that completely kills KDKA's credibility. When you, If you say stuff, be careful. Just because you think it's funny. And again, different platforms, different ways of going about things, different levels of understanding. This is a newscast, sportscast. Don't kill the credibility. I mean, you're not going to see something like that in a um, a sportscast that Keith Morehouse does. Why is that? Because that guy's top flight. He's professional. Mark Martin, you're not going to see that. Again, why? Top flight, he's professional. You just don't do things like that that's going to kill your credibility. Um, now, if you're... On this platform, you can talk about it. You can have some fun, depending on what you're doing. I mean, again, personality, this is personality-driven. This is a personality program. We talk about sports. We talk about pop culture, uh, things that are relevant to you, things that are relevant to me. But at the end of the day, got to be careful here. So, you know, sometimes I pull my punches as well. I mean, you think I'm happy with a 50-point loss? Marshall losing by 50? You think I'm happy with that? I'm not. I'm totally not. That That's terrible. I mean, that's just absolutely terrible. But um, it's Wednesday now. I've moved on. Thursday, new game. That one just stung a little bit more because you've had to stew on it for a few days. Completely. But again... Uh, I haven't said everything that I might have wanted to say about that. Uh, at the same time, I got to remember several things. One, these are student athletes, these are young men who are not deliberately going out there. They didn't wake up and go, hey, let's go get blasted by 50 points today. So be careful. This is a lesson. Be careful. It might seem funny and cute at the time. Be careful. And this is a good reminder for all of us, including myself. That's going to do it for this edition. Hey, uh, back tomorrow, uh, we'll be at the Henderson Center. Going to have the preview for Marshall and UTEP. Also going to do the show live from 5 to 6. Hey, I hope to have a few people show up. We'll have some fun. After all, we're talking sports here. Fun. Fun. That's the one thing I want to keep stressing to you. Uh, this is sports. This is fun. And that's going to do it. Uh, back tomorrow. Thanks for joining me. Uh, don't forget, if you miss anything, uh, you can always go to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcast. You'll find us. Until tomorrow, good night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Huntington Sports Station.